Hey, I'm Joshua Geegan. I'm Jamie Gamble. And, and we're, we're going to do, do Daredevil. Daredevil. in 2019 so far anyway um uh this is uh we're gonna cover a whole slew of fun comments oh yes this is is a great podcast yeah everyone if you're tuning in right now you are one of the lucky ones winner yeah you You are a winner you are starting 2019 correctly yes (laughs) yes um welcome um so we've got uh we're covering seven issues today. Yeah. And the first, Ooh. I know, and the first three um, are amazing. And I, I just want to say this is, in terms of Marv Wolfman, mm-hmm. um, he has three little chunks that I really like. Yeah. Um, Copperhead, mm-hmm. the Bullseye Origin two-part, yeah. and this three-part Jester story. Yeah. And it's hard to rank which one is my favorite uh, because I like them all and they're all different. Mm-hmm. I would probably say Copperhead was my favorite. I don't know. I just, I just, it just, I really liked it. Yeah. This one is the most well done by yeah. far. It's, it's creative. It, it's got a lot of twists and turns. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of stuff that's not important, and it takes the full three issues, so it's, it's, it's lengthy. Yeah. Um, but it's very well done, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Marv Wolfman has said in, in in the past in a few interviews that he never really found his footing with Daredevil. But these three, the three stories that you mentioned, show what he could do when he really wanted to. There was a couple of uh, moments that are you know neither here nor there, like the Yuri Geller one, which is has got fun bits in it, but it doesn't really. It's just very disposable as a as an issue. It doesn't really fit into anything. But when he when he's doing what he does well, Marv Wolfman is such a good creator and um you know he, he's not around for much longer he's run kind of runs out of steam and he start we get start getting some fill-in issues very soon but this is like a really great um ending to his little run i don't think it's the exact end i think no, there's some he, more issues afterwards yeah. but this 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 uh, three-part jester story which is the first thing we're going to cover is it's so, so good. good yeah and it's issues 135 136 and 137 of daredevil yeah and um, Bob Brown is still doing the art in the first issue. Yeah. And I love the way it starts because it does a three-page, mm-hmm. it's a very creative three-page kind of summary of what's been going on in the in all, it's through the entire uh, Marv Wolfman run. Yeah. N- not like the other storylines, but just the little tidbits about the news stories and all the stuff that is not making sense with mm-hmm. with the news. Yeah, it's the Daily Bugle, and it's three newspaper pages that are, tel- that are summing up all of the little bits, and it's like a really good catch-up. Yeah. You know, we have the whole thing about the Kennedys. We have the whole thing about the hypnosis in Vietnam. Saudi um, Arabia. Saudi Arabia, Daredevil killing policemen. <clears throat> and then there's a great spot uh, of J. Jonah Jameson speaking out, just yeah. saying, I hate superheroes. Yeah, what, <laughs> what lurks behind those masks of theirs? Yeah. Um, the jester... Uh, is in one of the pages and says that Daredevil rigged his arrest and that he's innocent. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the Pentagon says yes to war. Shocking, absolutely no one. That's a nice little sequence there. He's like, we should definitely. Uh, General, it's uh, uh, Theodore Gross. I thought for some reason I thought it was Ross. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then we have um, um, guest shot of uh, President Ford, Vice President Rockefeller, and uh, Kissinger talking about the uh, the media, about the White House. Mm-hmm. taking a look at control of the media, saying that the media is out of hand. Yeah, and the title of the newspaper is What is Happening? So it, yeah. it, it literally tells you, we're going to tell you what has been happening. And I don't know if you noticed, I'm sure you noticed this, but the jester is wearing a different outfit mm-hmm. yeah. in, in these three issues. Yeah, but we what's, see his original. But what's really cool is... Um, uh, in this shot in the newspaper, and then plus they also do a little flashback, yeah. which is coming up. Yeah. They show him in his original outfit. Yeah. So it wasn't just the artist choosing to draw him a little bit differently. The jester is actually the wearing redesign. a different outfit. Yeah. I like the first outfit much more. I didn't like the new one quite as much, mm-hmm. but I just thought that was so cool. Yeah, You don't really see that very often. No, it's a nice little uh, callback. Um, the, one, of, one of my favorite of the news stories is ex-district attorney, Nelson angry. Yeah, he's <laughs> angry. Yeah. Um, and he's becoming angrier and angrier. And uh, or he had that little run where he was just angry and getting pies thrown in his face. Um, and while the, while this is going on, we suddenly jarring like the artwork is slightly different. It's a, li- a little more refined and a little more um, finished and and uh, looks more like it's supposed to be photorealistic. And then mm-hmm. suddenly it cuts to our, our regular style, and Matt is slapping the newspaper out of Heather's hands, saying, "Stop reading it." Just, yeah. Let's just well, stop looking at the news. And, and, and he's mad, and I think specifically right now he's mad about the jester mm-hmm. and what the jester claims. And Heather's he's a phony. And Heather and Heather's like, well, why? Like, what's going on? Because remember, she doesn't know yeah. that Matt is Daredevil. Yeah, why do you care so much, Matt? So we have this nice little recap that is yeah. about a page and a half, mm-hmm. and um, specifically on the, the there's like a full page spread. And really it, it sums up every. It sums up the whole that issues forty four, forty five, and forty six, mm-hmm. which are some of mine and Jamie's favorite Daredevil mm-hmm. stories thus far. And it just talks about everything that happened in those issues. So it was a nice little sum up about Daredevil faking or about Jester having uh, a framing Daredevil for yeah. killing him, and then Daredevil faking being the Jester to get, to get him out of hiding and then trip him up and then fighting and then the reveal that he hadn't actually killed who he said he'd killed because he was actually a Jester. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's great fun. It's if you really guys fun. haven't already, go back and read Daredevil 40, uh, 44, 45, and 46. Yeah. You will not be disappointed. No. Probably the best writing Stanley. I can safely say has ever done in terms yeah. of what I've read, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's exciting. Anyway, yes. so so I, when I saw that this was a jester story, I was so excited because I really like me some jester. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so um, we cut back to uh, Matt and Heather, and they're talking about this. And mm-hmm. um, once again, she's just trying to tell Matt like, "You need to relax. You need to settle down." And Matt's like, "I'm sorry. It's just you know, been, been a lot of stuff going on lately." Yeah. Um, there is also a little thing, which is that 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 Foggy, you know, it, when it comes to them as a team, one of the things that they kind of touch on a lot, but we never really see too often, is that as a team they work so well because Matt is really good in the courtroom, and Foggy's really good at doing the research and find and chasing down the details. You know, Matt often drops in when when he was the DA. Matt would often drop in. You know, the DA is not going to let that. 
me knowing this guy like I do, you you haven't got a chance of him dropping that. And he's very, you know, Foggy's the dogged one who will chase down an idea and see it through. And and if he he's got a little a good lawyer sense, whereas Matt has got a good presence and a good uh, uh, presentation and get and is able to tie everything together, which is why they're such an effective team. And in this, we see Foggy saying, you know, I'm investigating your father, I'm investigating the industries, I've hit a couple of uh, problems, some of the records were destroyed mysteriously in a fire, it's making me very suspicious, but don't worry, don't jump to any conclusions, you know, I feel like there's something else going on and I'm going to find out what it is. And... Uh, it's well this is going on the news is is on and that even mentions there's the jester in his new costume mm-hmm. there's the jester in his new costume and uh he's there on the news on cbs he's saying uh you know i have to spend uh, he's i'm gonna spend my life hunting down daredevil yeah he's he the guy who framed yeah he me. framed me yeah. yeah i'm out of jail now and, and i'm gonna find him and, 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 and what happens next, and this is what's exciting for me, is because uh-huh. I really feel like Marv Wolfman's doing a great job of of taking this story mm-hmm. and 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 throwing in little twists and turns that yeah. are so cleverly written. And this and this first one is Daredevil thinks, because this is once again, this is not using detective work, but this is you thinking outside your box. This is not just using muscles, this is using mm-hmm. your brain. And you know, he goes and he purposely puts this word out. Of um, he planted the word that uh, there'd be an exclusive on the TV transmission problems, mm-hmm. the, uh, the stuff that's been going on, and he knew that that would trigger um, the gesture into into broadcasting yeah. more stuff, and and then Daredevil using his super sonar, yeah. um, you know, radar senses, he's able is, to detect the radio waves yeah, coming and, from somewhere else. Exactly, because he's at the news station, and he's 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 aware that the news station is is has been overridden, and the Jester broadcast is a fake one that's been mm-hmm. put out. But he's at the station, and they're saying, you know, we aren't broadcasting that. This is this is right. And I just love the fact that Daredevil is thinking creatively about yeah. how to find and capture the Jester, because in the past. It's typical for Daredevil just to go out and swing around and look yeah, for him. And listen. But he knows the jester's smarter than that, mm-hmm. and he needs to really do, do something creative. Yeah. So he's able to follow those radio waves. And he goes up to uh, Empire State Building, mm-hmm. which is nice to see that they have the the broadcast tower put back on after... Um, uh, the, man- the mandrill. mandrill. And he's yeah, knocked it off. Knocked it off. <laughs> um, and he picks up, he picks up a, a random out-of-sync radio wave dancing around. So he swings and follows that, and it stops. And he drops down, and then he's attacked by a bunch of uh, of guys who uh, reveal that there's a reward out for him. For, for Daredevil, mm-hmm. yeah. So they attack him, and he's, he's easily able to fight yeah. them off, even though they, they mention that they're pretty decent street fighters, these guys. He's able to get away, and then he picks up the broadcast again. He's like, ah, they're doing something. I can follow it. Uh-huh. He follows it and follows it, and he comes to a building where he senses inside... Is the jester dead? The jester dead... With with uh, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Rose, Rose and, a, and a and a couple other cops yeah. looking over the jester's body. So what does it, he do? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, he smashes through the skylight. Yeah, he, he, and he, drops sma- he smashes through the and skylight. Like, oh, you come back after you killed him, man. He's like, I didn't kill him. I just got here. And, yeah. And Lieutenant Rose says, Maybe you killed him. That's the away. perfect alibi. Yeah, you're trying to come up with an alibi, kid. You know, I'm not going to fall for that one. Right. So but what's so great about this moment, I know this is jumping ahead a little bit, but obviously the jester's not dead because this no. is, we just told you this is a three-part jester story. <laughs> so it's it's perfect because the jester anticipated what Daredevil was doing. Yeah. 
and in, in, in his whole scheme mm-hmm. and about planting the fake dead body and everything. It's Jester working against what Daredevil yeah, is doing. Yeah, he broadcast the signal enough so that Daredevil could find it so it, exactly. that he could come to where the body was hidden. And Lieutenant and Daredevil has to actually fight to get away from the police this time. They're mm-hmm. saying, no, you're coming in. There's nothing that you can stop. And as he's getting away, Lieutenant Rose pulls out a gun and shoots him in the shoulder. With Yeah, this is with a rubber A rubber bullet. A rubber it's bullet. revealed that Daredevil actually anticipate the jester anticipate and so he set up this whole thing where he would be fakely arrested yes it and is so good sent to blake so, tower and blake so, tower says okay we need to do something to make sure people know it, so they actually they they send him to jail yeah to get him out and, of the way and me and jamie are not doing justice on describing <laughs> this you guys really need to read this because there really is so many twists and turns and there, there there's it's so smart because there's literally you have daredevil and you have the jester that are doing what they think is the way to Obviously, the jester wants to beat Daredevil yeah. and gain his fame and the thrill of the of the of everything. And Daredevil just wants to stop the bad guy, so they're using their own tactics yeah. that are perfectly intertwining with mm-hmm. each other. It's really awesome. Yeah. So this happens. So uh, Daredevil gets arrested, sent to jail, just mm-hmm. so that he can they can show that he isn't out there killing cops and clear his name. And the jester is happy that he's been arrested and thinks this is all part of the plan. Um, and then he fakes. Daredevil escaping and broadcast the fake Daredevil escaping from jail. Right. Because this is all to to keep the public to think or keep the public thinking that Daredevil is bad. Yeah. Yeah. So so he fakes the jailbreak. And it's funny because Daredevil's (laughs) just chilling in jail and he's like, hey, what's going on, guys? I'm I'm still here. I obviously... Yeah, there's a whole new story of the jester actually takes Daredevil in and they fight and it's a whole setup. And then that's the, the end of the issue is like a real... It's a weird... Uh, cliffhanger because it's kind of part of, you're, you're caught up in the twist of the, the fake jailbreak and you think it's actually going on mm-hmm. and then they reveal a couple of things happen really early on they reveal it looks as though the jester has caught Daredevil and taken him back to jail so he's broadcast this story that there was a fake jailbreak mm-hmm. of Daredevil falsely going to jail because he's yeah. fakely killed the fake body of the jester uh-huh. and there's a moment where someone says won't they know that you, you like you have a dead body and now you're on TV and it, it doesn't matter. No one cares. No one. <laughs> no one's keeping up with that part. The details aren't important. Yeah. What's important is what's happening in the broadcast that I'm sending out right, right now. now. That's confusing yeah. everyone. So mm-hmm. it's it's brilliant because it taps into the whole thing of like conspiracy theories and misinformation. Uh-huh. And so you have the open. The next issue opens with Daredevil surrounded by the police and the jesters said, "I've caught him," and it says, "Okay." we need to explain what's going on, readers. And it has this marble and says, okay, yeah. let me explain. So we have step one, and we see the jester's body, and the the, the coroner's fantastic in this sequence. The jester, <laughs> but the dead body that they, yeah. they discovered. The coroner's like, I've been a coroner forever. I, yeah, I've, I've never, never made a mistake. mistake. I, I don't know what you're talking about. This guy, is a, there's no way this guy isn't dead. And they go, and he's just about to touch the body, and it disintegrates. Yeah. And the, and it cuts to the jester just laughing. Laughing about like, it, yeah, exactly. You, yeah. you don't, I don't need my body anymore. Yeah. You guys, it's already... Then we have the second explanation, explanation, right? Which is Daredevil, like you said, he's sitting in prison, and there's another prisoner there, and he's so rude to this guy. The guy's <laughs> like, "What's going on? Why? Why is the news saying you escaped? You're right here." And he's like, "You're, you're so dumb." Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil is sitting in a prison with this big muscly guy, is basically saying, "You're a dimwit." <laughs> I'm not even going to take the time to explain it to you because you're so dumb. It would be a waste of time, but don't worry. It, w- it will make sense at some stage in your dumb little life. Right. So that is happening, and the jester just thinks it's hilarious. And then 
And they lead Daredevil away through the jail, and all the jailers are like, yeah, the, the, the prisoners are saying, yeah, finally hang him, you know, fry him, and everyone's against him. And he's led into Blake Tower's office, and mm-hmm. Blake Tower's there, and he's like, okay, so we know that you didn't do any of this stuff. We had you in jail. We've all seen it. We all know that this is fake. Now we know. We need to know how to stop this. Mm-hmm. And they go through the whole series of the false news stories of the pie in the face with Foggy, where it all mm-hmm. started. And we should probably talk about how the, how this machine does this for the gesture, so yeah. you can broadcast all these really yeah. absurd um, broadcasts. Yeah, uh, I guess what it does is it, it is it can watch something, and it can make like a I would say a digital three D model mm-hmm. inside of its. Com- computing program mm-hmm. and then able to kind of morph it around and move it and uh, and make it so it it does what you want it to do yeah almost like taking a, a picture with a kajillion cameras from all around sort of yeah. like what they do today you yeah, know kind of like motion for, capture for motion almost. capture mm-hmm. exactly yeah and the, the, the guy who invented it originally invented it so that he could make movies with mm-hmm. uh, with uh, deceased movie stars or right. whoever he wanted. So. And and what it does too is is when people talk, it then takes your voice and breaks it down syllable by syllable. Yeah. And so they can then re, you know, just re-put it back together yeah. uh, and, and make it say what, what you want to say. Yeah, which sounds crazy, but you can actually do that. There's two yeah. things like motion capture. One of the things you can do is you can do a series of vowel and consonant mm-hmm. shapes and then they have every facial shape for making any word so they can match it to right. that. And then you can you can mix and match words and, and fade in. And, and you know, and, and one thing I wanted to point out: this is 1976, and in yeah. 1976, think about the TV quality back in 1976. Today, it'd be kind of easy to tell that when you're putting it back together, that it's a little choppy and yeah. it doesn't quite sync up with the way that the lips are moving. Mm-hmm. But back in 1976, screens were small. You know, they were black and white. Yeah, it was something there, that there people was, hadn't even heard of, so it would be a lot easier e- to fool. Exactly, and and in the pixelation or or, or whatever, you yeah. know, and it was it'd be a lot easier to fool people back in the day. Yeah. Now this wouldn't work, but it was perfect for 1976. Well, it kind of has worked a little bit, unfortunately, in our <laughs> current political climate. But um, the so what we have is Daredevil's kind of going over like the the how all these fake news stories and he says you know we need to think about what the jester's doing why he's doing this it's not just to get back at me there's obviously something more the guy's smart and he's he's ruthless and we need to work out what his plan is and there's the mayor is there and the DA and all these people are there and he basically says well think about if he could put out a broadcast where you are on the news and you're telling people to go break the law, or you're telling people that that martial law's been. You, you can do mm-hmm. anything. You can create mass hysteria, and uh, they're all kind of waiting to see what is going to happen. That they're, they're all waiting, and and the jester's somehow watching this. He's 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 got some video cameras where he's able to watch what's happening. He says, mm-hmm. "You're not wrong." You know, he's watching yeah. it, and he's saying to himself, "Daredevil's not wrong, but." He's a little off. I'm not going to just do the mayor. I'm going to get the president. President Gerald Ford is going to have a broadcast, and it's going to be great, and everyone will see what a great plan I've come up with. Now, right. technically, we still don't know what the plan is at this stage. Yeah. Well, we're going to learn it very soon. Yeah. So we have a quick moment where Daredevil realizes that he has to make an appearance as, as Matt. Matt Murdock. Yeah. So he quickly swings. So we, get that, we get that out of the way yeah. really quickly. Yeah, he swings through town. Some people try to shoot him and he gets back there, sees Heather and is like, hey, Heather, sorry, I just have to stop off to change my but, underwear. But one thing yeah. quick about that is that the president had declared that um, you should shoot all superheroes. Yeah, that was the declaration that, that the president was, put out. Yeah, so that's why that um, they're firing at him. Yeah. 
So Gerald Ford has told everyone to mm-hmm. shoot every all, all shoot superheroes. all superheroes. And the thing is, there's a lot of people that do believe it. Yeah, um, not everybody, but there are a lot of people that believe it. And so after Matt makes his quick appearance, goes and sees Heather, gives her a kiss, and they yeah. do some smoochy smoochy. We learned um, that, that Mr. Stone is listening in that's, on Heather that's, as well. That's correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Mr. Stone is also eavesdropping. We find out what the gesture's ultimate plan is, and it, yeah. and it's and it's genius. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It is so good. He's gotten all the mobs, the, all the mobsters from the city. Yeah, he's gotten all the head honchos together, and is like, look. So here's what's going to happen through these newscasts. Through we're, it's not going to fool everybody, but we're going to get enough dumb people that are going to go out and believe everything that I say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make it so that the cops are not going to come out for 24 hours. I'm going to make it so the police officers, because if they go out, like the, he's framing them. He's saying the whole idea is, yeah. is that um, for the next 24 hours, if, a, if somebody sees a cop, yeah. that cop is going to be out specifically to double cross people and to go out and and commit crimes yeah. and to do things. He said and the police and the superheroes have teamed up. They, they've to, teamed up to together rob to rob people in places. So so he knows because of this and because people are going to believe it that police are going to stay indoors for twenty four hours mm-hmm. or they're going to make a there's going to be hardly anybody out because they don't want to cause chaos yeah. among the public. They don't have the manpower to, to it, control exactly. It. So that's the perfect perfect opportunity for all of us to go out and go commit these crimes and to go steal all the money, steal all the jewels and the people are going to serve kind of as our bodyguards, as as, as our people to keep the cops away from us. And he says, all all you need to do is give me a 50% cut Exactly. The gesture is a genius and he does it in such a fun, colorful way. Yeah. but He's just laughing the whole way and of course there's one one crook that's like, you're crazy. Uh-huh. I'm never going to go in for this. And he says, oh, of course, yeah. You, you know, it's, yeah, I get it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. There's no no hard feelings. Yeah, the gesture's like, do, you know what? That's totally fine. You don't yeah. have to do it. Just go. It's Just okay. Go. There's the door. Yeah. Off you go. No hard feelings. And he sends him through this door and he, he walks into what is, uh, it becomes known as the jester's death maze, mm-hmm. which is a series of, like crazy house traps that he's set up. There's a there's a like a, a huge giant bouncy uh, jack in the box jester head that comes out. There's a hall of mirrors, but the the reflections in the hall of mirror pull out a gun and start shooting before the guy is able to, and he thinks he's been shot, but he hasn't. And then he's starting to walk down a staircase, and it turns into a slide and drops down into a mouth that just it's like a m- metallic teeth that mm-hmm. chew him to death and there's a great like it cuts back to the other guys and they can hear the noise and one of them says oh it sounded like an animal scream <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then the justice says so any everyone else you yeah you're good? how are you guys feeling you feeling good about this plan i'm feeling good about this plan <laughs> yeah. and they're like yeah absolutely jester went we're with you and he's like yeah right. so you know the, the first amendment is very important to me so if anyone has any problems Please speak, speak up. up. Now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we cut to like uh, crowds of people who are out. Everyone's armed. The whole streets. They're mm-hmm. walking around suspicious. And yeah. One of them. Some guy says, sees some other guy, and he says, "You look like a cop," and starts taking shots at him. And he's like, "I'm not a cop. You're crazy." And while this is going on, Matt appears behind him. And says, yeah, and he and it, this is actual Matt. He's Matt st- he, Matt. he's still working with Blake Tower. Yeah. And and all the in the police people, he's on, undercover going around yeah. trying to. Uh, he's trying to keep people calm. He's yeah. going through and saying, "You need to calm down. It's okay. It's we good." So while this is going on, uh, he's he's in communication with. Blake. Blake and he says to Blake, you know, it would be a lot quicker for me to get across town as Daredevil. And he says, no, you can't do that. You've got to stay undercover. And he says, no, I, I've got to get out of there. So he changes into Daredevil, swings, and gets shot at by everybody. Everyone's taking shots at him. But then he hears 
what's going on and we see uh, the first outbreak of the robberies. Mm-hmm. We see the, the first robbery going on and Daredevil swings down and the crowd attack oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they grab shooting him and, him and yeah. you know, trying to kill him. He's, yeah. he's pulled down and he's knocked unconscious and then the jester gets an idea while this is going on. He says, bring him to Times Square. Bring Daredevil's body to mm-hmm. Times Square. So they drag Daredevil to Times Square. I love the fact that, because Daredevil obviously can beat up a couple punks, yeah. but I like the fact that there are enough people, yeah. and, and obviously Daredevil's kind of pulling his punches because he's a regular these people. Are innocent, yeah. So I, I love the fact that they can just gang up on him and actually stop him. And yeah. And there's enough, that there's like a mixture of a crowd of, of regular people and the crooks and the jesters there. And the crooks will be like, they'll be shouting out, yeah, Daredevil's a crook, and the regular people will all join in. So they drag him to Times Square, and uh, they've set up a, a court, basically. They've got a, uh, a noose, mm-hmm. and they put the noose around Daredevil, and he kind of comes to, and he wakes up, and it's, he realizes that there is a crowd of people that are calling for him to be executed. Mm-hmm. And the jester's there saying, no, no, you know, we're going to do this fair. I'm going <laughs> to let you decide. Yeah. You, the people. You, the people, decide. Yeah. So that's, uh, the issue ends oh, with, so uh, with uh, him basically saying, you're going to decide, does Daredevil live or does Daredevil die? Yeah. And we cut to, we cut to the crowd, and there's a couple of people who are saying, well, hang on a second, maybe, maybe the newspapers are right. Maybe the television's wrong and the newspapers are right. And the jester completely plays the crowd. He hears mm-hmm. that they're starting to doubt, and he's like, yeah, okay, I know what to do. So he says, look, I can trick Daredevil into doing something that will make him look guilty right. so easily. Yeah, and, it, and it's perfect because uh, he gives Daredevil an opportunity to try yeah. to escape. Yeah. And by trying to escape, that admits guilt. Yeah. Because if you're not guilty, yeah. you have nothing to worry about. No, and exactly. it, it, it's perfect. So the people see this, and then it starts to kind of sway them back into agreeing yeah, with what so the, the Jester's trying are to make them going think. back and forth. Right, what's right, going. yeah. This is, I, we should say this issue is John Buscema. Is yes, the he's the taking over. The previous one yeah. was Sal Buscema. Yes. And the one before that was Bob Yeah, Brown, sorry. So a whole, we, we, we usually talk about the creators, yeah. but we're just so into the story right it's now. It's so, so exciting. So, yeah. um, so Daredevil kind of, what he, he does this incredible move where he jumps up, grabs the post with his legs and is able to get some slack on the rope so it's not hanging him completely. But everyone just says, see, he's guilty, and they all start opening fire. Or the crooks suddenly have guns and they're opening fire. And uh, he's able to swing down, and whilst he's holding the noose, the slack of the noose in his hands that are tied behind him to stop himself from hanging, which only gives him a little bit of maneuverability, he's able to get a couple of kicks in. Um, but a couple of people in the crowd, and in fact, we learned that it is yes, Blake Tower, it's Blake Tower in disguise. He's in, in the crowd, and he says, "Hey, they look like professional crooks." And the crowd yeah. starts to sway back the other way, and they're like, uh, "Maybe, yeah. we've, maybe we've been a little quick to See, try and was, kill it, Daredevil." Yeah, it was smart. Yes, he Blake Tower realizes what's going on, yeah. and, and and he puts on that disguise and yeah. try to convince people to actually side with Daredevil and against the Jester. Yeah, and he so says, the je- you know, we've got to get Daredevil free, and, and Jester yeah. says, "Okay." Let's get out of here, guys. We're yeah, the and, crowd. and that's what's so great. He realizes what's yeah. going on. He's like, okay, so we are now past the point where these people are going to listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. So then he escape. He he goes for it, uh, escaping, and that's yeah, perfect. They get in the jester copter. Yeah, the jester copter, and they get out of there. They get out of there. Yeah. And uh, Blake says to Daredevil, "You're a fool to come out as Daredevil. You've got to listen." And he says, "Look, there are certain things I can do better than the police. You you okay?" you guys are going to have a lot of trouble out there. I can move around really quickly and I was almost out of there. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's one of those things where they realize that 
they talk about what a catch they're in. The, the, the police can't go out because the public doesn't trust them anymore. Mm-hmm. He can't send National Guard out because there'll be panic and he doesn't want this mass murder of, of so, innocence in the So the, the perfect alternative is superheroes. Is, is this it, one it guy really who is, can yeah. track down mm-hmm. the jester. So the jester, we cut back to the jester and he's there with the other crooks. And yeah. And by the way, whenever we see the jester, in he's, all, playing he's always playing with games. Yeah. He's he got stuff in his in hands. Yeah. Issue. He's, yeah. got, he's playing jumping jacks in this one. Yeah. And he's just sit, he's sitting there cross-legged while the crooks are doing it like they're hanging around going, we don't, we, we think that we're not going to do as well as we thought we were going to do. And he's like, yeah, of course, everyone, you're, you're fine to talk here. And he does a thing. Where he's playing Jackson and then he throws the ball at the the guy and it explodes and I think it kills him. It's pretty close yeah. to him. But the explosion goes on. He's like, "Look, you guys are fools. Just listen to me. This yeah. could be the greatest crime spree ever. Uh-huh. Just stick to the plan, okay?" And they're all like, "Yeah, sure, okay." Yeah, they they, they decide uh, specifically because he killed that guy with that exploding ball. Yeah. yeah. Whenever anyone starts to question the jester, that's when he has to just you know kind of remind them, you know, who's the person that actually has the power here. Yeah. I got all the creative toys. Yeah. So we have another quick, uh, we, uh, Matt's with Heather. He's talking to her. And another quick uh, fake broadcast goes out that says Wall Street is the place where it's happening. Yeah. And this was the, uh, this is the jester's final attempt to try mm-hmm. to, you know. Yeah. So we see more um, members of the public armed going out and, and patrolling. But, but I, the, the part that's cool is that Daredevil notices it's less people now. Yeah, he says there's less. It, yeah, the, the, getting through to less people, which is great because people are starting to smarten up and yeah. realize that what they're watching is fake, mm-hmm. and that's why we have yeah. There's a lot less people, so it is easier for D- Daredevil to maneuver around. Yeah, and he gets down to where the jester is, and they have a, a great fight where yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're down at Wall Street. Yeah. yeah, and and so this is it. This is the big final battle between uh, Daredevil and uh, the jester, and it is a great one. Yeah, it is. It is so. It is so fun. Yeah, and uh, at one point uh, the jester uses, um, you know that that a uh, spring loaded a, sp- a spring loaded hand. <laughs> uh, he's got gas in his gloves, uh-huh. um, and that's what gets him in the end. He, yeah, he says, "Okay, you're you're far too strong for me. I can't fight you. Take me in." And uh, Daredevil says, "What are you up to?" And he grabs his hands. Yeah, and the hands come off, and and, and and they gas him. And then uh, once he's, um, I guess he's unconscious from the gas. What does yeah. the jester do? He throws him into his yeah. maze. Yeah, there's there's one guy. One guy says, "Why don't we just shoot him now?" <laughs> says, "Why don't we just plug him right here?" And he's like, "Silence, Oaf. Don't you yeah. dare argue with greatness. Yeah. He's a he's a worthy foe. If he can make <clears throat> it out of the maze." I'll let him live. I'll let him live. Yeah. yeah, and it's perfect. And we get we get two or three pages of Daredevil, you know, obviously successfully making it through the maze. And, yeah, he's, and he's able to sense stuff. He, yeah, it, it's 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 great. Uh, at one point, the uh, the the ground underneath him opens up, mm-hmm. and he falls down into a dungeon. But he uses his Billy Club to stop yeah. himself from falling. Uh, you know, he's able to avoid being chomped on by teeth. Yeah, he's able to time it so that it just scrapes his back. He, yeah. He, he, destroy some guns that are shooting at him yeah. it, it, it's it's pretty cool and uh-huh. uh and then he realizes at the end it says there's a door yeah that says freedom is this way yeah through this door and and obviously daredevil <clears throat> excuse me daredevil smarter than uh smarter than most so he realizes you know what that's the only exit but i don't think that's uh gonna be you know i don't trust yeah the I, I don't trust the jester so instead <laughs> what he does is he turns around uh-huh. and goes back out the way that he came in yeah. he says i realize everything was rigged 
yeah, in that like, one direction. Yeah, there's like no way that that, that door is going to actually lead to, to victory, lead to freedom. Mm-hmm. So he goes back to the entrance, breaks through a wall, or mm-hmm. breaks through the door, knocks it over, and then confronts the jester one final time. Yeah, they have a great fight, and uh, the jester realizes that the, the, there's the numbers of like the, the other criminals basically charged dead. Everyone, they say, look, there's enough of us. We can take care of him. And uh, the jester does something. He uses a, um, a little... Uh, yo-yo, yo-yo, supersonic yo-yo. Yeah, I love that he always uses yo-yos. That, that this just throws Daredevil off balance completely, and all of the crooks say, you know, we've got earplugs, so we're yeah, fine. So we're fine, yeah. So there's fights going on where Daredevil's trying to focus over the, the screaming yo-yo. But see, this is perfect because this shows how strong Daredevil is at this point because that is his major weakness. Yeah. His major weakness is when you mess with his senses. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, we've seen the gas effects, and we've seen yeah. like, any loud noises. And this is a loud noise. It's yeah. loud enough that they, everyone else has to wear earplugs. So yeah. Daredevil's able to withstand, overcome, uh, beat the odds, yeah, and, and beat uh, the goons, and beat and beat the goons, yeah. and then follow the jester as he tries to escape down an elevator down to the bottom of the he building. He has like an escape ramp that basically. Yeah. It's like a hydraulic elevator that shoots him down to the ground. So what Daredevil does is like he says, "I can't catch him down there." I'll jump out the window. <laughs> so he jumps out the window and basically plummets to the ground and times it so that he can uh, slow his descent and lands just as, as the gesture is coming out. Hits the ground and he kicks him in the back of the head and then and then he just sits on top of him and yeah. is like, bah. "I beat you, buddy. Yeah. I beat you." Yeah, it, it was so such a good issue, such a good three issues. It's so much yeah. fun. It's awesome seeing how clever the jester is, how much he enjoys what he's doing. He's always happy. It's similar to the Joker. You know how the yeah. Joker usually always has a smile on his face, yeah. like literally? Mm-hmm. So does the jester. The jester yeah. always has a smile on his face, and he always, you know, yeah, he's always enjoy, he's enjoying the thrill. Yeah. Yeah, but he's also he's also got this certain sense of or a certain amount of street smarts that make it that the things that he decides to do are not just outlandish and crazy; they're actually very smart. Yeah, there's a lot of logic behind the, yeah. the craziness that he does. And then we have a sequence where Daredevil appears on a newscast and sort of says, you know, just to go over all of the crazy stuff that's been happening, and people need to be aware of this. And he talks about like the jester and what he done, and it ends with this great, uh, uh, what do you call them, like a PSA at the end, where he says a uh, um, he says, you know, the police have it, hoping to learn how to prevent any such thing from happening again, talking about the computer that can create the, the, the fake news stuff. Right. Um, I can't vouch for the accuracy of TV news reporting, Wally, but at least the news won't be altered by criminals. Although I think all people should learn to get their news from many sources, TV, radio, newspapers, magazines, to prevent this sort of thing from happening in the future. That's good. Good advice. Stay Alert people. Good sound advice. Yes. And then in the very last... Well-informed public is the best weapon against blatant lies from wherever they originate. Very, very well written. And the very last panel mm-hmm. is a shot of, of Karen... Sorry, is it, I, I, I did the reveal. Dang yeah. it. It's a shot of... The second of, news broadcast says that Karen Page yes. has been kidnapped. Yeah, and we've got Matt and Heather and Foggy watching, and, and they're all reacting in surprise. Because oh, I haven't heard from and, her in months. And, and Matt's <laughs> like, oh my goodness, Karen Page, even though she's my ex, i got to go find her. She's been kidnapped. This is not good. So Matt is heading to Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. I got to go and find out where is Karen Page? Where is Karen Page? So that ends those three issues. That ends those three. Super fun. Check them out if you have time. And now we're going to jump over to another Marvel superhero. And we're going to cover 
Iron Man as yeah. he fights the Blood Brothers, and yeah. this is in Marvel eight or this is in Iron Man. Iron Man's eight, own issue, own, yes. own comic issue issues eighty eight and eighty nine. Yeah. Now Daredevil doesn't make an appearance in eighty eight. No, but is, I'm really glad that it is included in the yeah, Daredevil it, it, essential. It would be weird to jump right in. Exactly, yeah. it, it, and it and it is a fun little story, as Jamie mentioned as when we started mm-hmm. this podcast here today. It, yeah. it, it is really fun, and I didn't know anything about the Blood Brothers. Did you? No, no, I didn't even know they were connected to Thanos. Yeah. Is it Thanos or Thanos? Uh, I everyone says Thanos, but then again, you're English, so yeah. well, you I, say you, I, Thanos. You, you say, say things Thanos. weird, so yeah. I'm a f- I, I speak funky. Um, <laughs> so what happens is we have uh, we have this two part, and it's by Archie Goodwin and mm-hmm. George Tusker is the uh, pencil of inking. Um, Janko and colorist, Joe Rose and letterer, and Marv Wolfman's the editor. editor, So, you know, we have that sense of that there is some reason for Daredevil being in it. Um, The first issue we can go over pretty quickly. I mean, it basically opens with, it's it's like a load of tie-up for comics that neither of us have read. Exactly. So uh, (laughs) Iron Man flies to a train and he discovers that um, Pepper... Pepper Potts, isn't it? Is that her name? Pepper Potts and uh, and well, he, he Carmichael. He, no, what's now the, he, what's he, his, uh, no, he refers to them as Mister Miss Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan and, and Pepper Potts. And Hogan is his uh, his limo driver, yeah. or is his assistant driver guy. Assistant bodyguard. So driver. are they married? I don't know. I don't so know if they see, got married. Maybe Pepper Potts Pe- and, and Happy Hogan, Hogan used to be together back in the uh, comic books. I, I have no idea. If anybody yeah. knows, good for you, because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Iron Man, you know, they know who Iron Man is, and he's talking. Happy Hogan is unconscious for some reason. There was some kind of fight with yeah. uh, the Blizzard, I think, is, is what they revealed. Right, the Blizzard, the blizzard yeah. Um, attacked we, we find out that Pepper Potts is, is, is left. Uh, Stark Industries yeah. because of, the, of putting her and Happy in danger and, yeah. and they can't be there because otherwise they'll always try to help out and, yeah. and so stuff. But Iron Man flies off and says, okay, yeah. be be good, look after each other, mm-hmm. let me know if there's anything I can do, any healthcare needs, anything like that, but I understand. And he flies away and then we cut to some guy driving in the rain. He's driving a semi and this is the first time that we see the um, Blood Brothers. Yeah, the Blood and Brothers. Uh, the semi driver he pulls over because he sees another car has crashed. hasn't crashed into anything, but is sitting there in a big pile. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of funny how it doesn't he doesn't see anything around that it crashed into. No, but he sees what it was carrying with some pigs, and the pigs are all around and they're dead, and the yeah. pigs look like they've been attacked at the throat. Yeah, all well, their blood has been drained. Yeah, and so the the pile of rubble all of a sudden it starts to shake, and out pops out the two blood brothers. Now these guys are huge. They look a lot like how. Killer Croc is used to be drawn before, yeah. before he looked like a super crocodile, yeah. where he kind of has more of a human sized face, but has the big brow and the sharp teeth and yeah, um, the like scaly type skin. Wrestling tag team Killer Crocs, yeah. Group. And the thing with the the, the Blood Brothers are is um, well, actually, I'm not going to give away the, what happens later. So, yeah. so anyway, so um, they, they they just this guy that shows up, they don't care about him. They quickly get they rid of him. They truck. want his truck, mm-hmm. and they wanted that truck because they're going to use it to. Uh, uh, just to drive as fast as they can because somebody is calling them. Somebody needs... Somebody's buried uh, in yeah. some rubble in New York and they're going to head towards that. And we see, we cut to Tony Stark arrives at one of his many places. of. Uh, it's it's a place in, um, where is it? It says where it is. It's uh, Long Island. Long Island. It's Long Island factory complex. And he, he arrives, we see his armor is now set up so that it kind of folds into itself. So it's a little more flexible, less sturdy. Yeah. And he goes in and he meets his old mentor, Abe Klein, who's now redesigning the power plant because it was attacked by blizzard 
and uh, he wants to come up with a better dynamic system that will be less prone to being mm -hmm. destroyed. And uh, this guy says, so go out, go out and have some fun. Go see your girlfriend, Roxy, Roxy, Roxanne Gilbert. So um, we then we cut quickly to this to angry here. policeman. That yeah. I don't know who he is. Well, he, he's mad and, and he's actually it. taking out Roxy on a date. And, and then Roxy realizes that, oh, you're just doing this to get back to Tony. Yeah. And then so she storms off, and then this police officer is really, really mad. Yeah, yeah. His um, brother Kevin was killed, and he's blaming. Yeah, he's Iron so mad he bends a spoon. Yeah, he must be Yuri Geller. You, Yuri Geller. Well, um, anyway, so we on? cut to the Lincoln Tunnel. Lincoln Tunnel. And and uh, that's where. Holy Hannah. There yeah, was something yeah Holy Hannah. That is where um, the semi-truck the Blood Brothers were driving crashes. Yeah. And then they start beating everybody up while the cops show up and are trying to stop them. But, mm -hmm. And this is where we see a panel of uh, somebody is stuck in rubble. In and, and Manhattan's Chelsea it, area. Exactly. And we find out that the Blood Brothers are being summoned to them for some reason. We yeah. don't know anything else. We just know that their destination, why they stole the semi-truck, was to go to where this rubble is at, where this person is underground or something. Yeah. So we don't um, know. Iron Man flies in and he sees it's the, the Blood Brothers. He's known them. He's, he's tussled with them before. Uh, it mentions in Iron Man 55, he needed the help of the, the destroyer. Drax the Destroyer. Mm -hmm. um, and then Marvel feature... 12? He needed the help he needed of the, the thing. thing. So these him. guys are tough. And yeah, so he's never, reason, yeah, he's never fought them alone. The only yeah. Way, yeah, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, it mentions that the only reason that he was able to beat them before was because Thanos appeared and, and, yeah. to, and depowered them slightly or something. Yeah, we find out that Thanos, uh, did he create them? I think he did. He was their original master. That, master. That, that, that much we know. Yeah. So anyway, so Iron Man gets into a big fight with the Blood Brothers and yeah. uh, you know he ends up doing okay at first, but uh, it's it, not that great. It's not that great, yeah. yeah we yeah. have a little moment where some other guy, um, Harry Key or something, who's a private eye, but he's a, he's a uh, what do you call it? A um, sabotager. He's Industrial, a, he's a industrial espionage. espionage. Thank you. Um, and uh, they have that little moment where the policeman sees him. Oh, um, yeah, an this is the angry policeman, and none of this, none of that really I think matters. His name is Angry Spoonbender. Yeah, none of that really matters for our Daredevil purposes. So no. we're kind of just skipping over yeah. it. But and then someone who looks like Neil Gaiman. Yeah, it's so funny you say that. <laughs> Neil Gaiman is the one that th there's this homeless guy who's carrying a whole bunch of supplies yeah. at the rubble, yeah. and is and, and and he says, "I'm so slippery, and 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 I'm like the ill. I can go down anywhere." Yeah, and uh, he's going to take these supplies down to whoever's trapped underneath. Whoever's the, been um, cool in the blood brothers. Yeah, under the rubble. So we go, we go back to the fight, and this first issue ends, and and it ends with the Blood Brothers basically overpowering Iron Man and taking yeah. a big piece of concrete slab and throwing it onto Iron Man and, and not, pushing it down, and pushing on him it, so it down. Breaks his it armor. breaks the armor and then breaks the ground and goes down uh, beneath the. Um, they're actually on a dock, yeah, and it goes um, into the water. So Iron Man is stuck underneath concrete slab, just like in Lethal Weapon Four. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, uh, under underneath <laughs> underneath water, unable to move. Yeah, and that ends the issue. And yeah. then, so now we're going to Iron Man eighty nine, and this is where Daredevil jumps in and uh, yeah. plays a plays a major role. So what so, happens is we we we're underwater with Iron Man. We open with uh -huh. him uh, where we left him, and he realizes that all of the the parts of his armor are broken except for the jets. So he's able to activate his jets, which pushes him up above the water. And he's able to get away, but then the jets malfunction, and he crashes because his whole power's burned out. Crashes no, I, back in the water. Yeah, it was, it was a convenient way for him to get out of the water, the fact yeah. that he remembered that he had something that would work. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so he got out, but then he's just about hanging on. He's holding on in the dock. Yeah. In, and I love this. There's a, there's a two panel shot of, da- of Daredevil. He's watching all this. He watched um, Iron Man come out and, and everything. And he, yeah. he, see, he sees the rubble. And it's like, it's great, a great shot of Daredevil in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably the first time many Iron Man fans have, have read anything about Daredevil. Yeah. So it's kind of a neat little entrance to him to see this guy lurking in the dark. Um, very Batman-like. Yeah, and he basically reveals that he was hoping to get to the airport. LaGuardia, right? LaGuardia, because he's still heading out to Hollywood. Yeah, and, and he tried JFK, and it was all booked up. There yeah. were no flights no out, flights. so he's trying to get to... Uh, that's when you need Moon Dragon. See, if he wouldn't have been with Moon Dragon yeah. still, he could she, she could have flown off to space to think yeah. about stuff. Um, um, so, so Daredevil is on his way to the airport uh, so to go okay. see Karen. He, he realizes that he needs to help... Um, he, uh, he, he thinks, you know, I can swing across the Hudson River, but then he senses that that, uh, that Iron Man is is out there. So he he uses his billy club, uh, hooks it on top of uh, or, or hooks um, Iron Man's wrist yeah. and and brings him out of the water. One thing I thought that was pretty cool was um, Iron Man. Um, his power ran out. Yeah. He has no power anymore. So when he has no power, his suit becomes so heavy he can barely move. Yeah. I thought that's pretty clever. Yeah. I, I actually really like that. Yeah. And it's nice because you see Dada will really strain him to get him out of the water. And yeah. It's 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 requiring all of his force. And yeah. together they get him out. And it's so funny because Daredevil's like, all right, I got to go. Yeah. And, and Iron Man's like, no, I need help with the Blood Brothers. You're going to stay and help me. He says, I will get the plane delayed yeah. for you. I'll use my, my Tony uh, Stark influences to make sure that your di- your plane does not take <laughs> off without you. Give me one hour. Give me one and, hour. And Daredevil's like, okay, okay, fine. I'll help you for one hour. Yeah. And they're not, you know, they, they, we've seen them together in the past in a couple of issues. Not very many. They're not the closest of friends. This isn't a... Daredevil uh, has like three levels of relationships with other superheroes, mm-hmm. it seems. He has the friends who are people like Black Panther. Then he has the people who he kind of tolerates, but he'll mm-hmm. go with like Spider-Man. Yeah. And then there's people that he doesn't really interact with. And yeah, Iron Man it, is one it, of those. It's pretty cool it's that Black Panther is probably his best superhero friend. Yeah, they're, they're, they have the closest relationship, yeah. which is really nice because I had no idea that existed. Neither did I. So I would have figured it was the Fantastic Four because yeah. he was their lawyer. But. Yeah. Anyways, but he was a pretty bad lawyer. Pretty bad lawyer. Never got anything right, and the thing just irritated him. So Iron Man. Uh, so so Daredevil. Daredevil f- helps him. He, yeah, Daredevil goes and hunts for the Blood Brothers while Iron Man figures out how to fix his yeah. suit. Daredevil finds a power source that. Iron oh yeah, Man before he leaves, that's he right. Yeah, so he can charge the armor, and then Daredevil yeah. takes off to go to go find to him get ahead and while get the Blood um, while Tony Stark makes a few ad- adjustments to yeah. his um, to his uh, outfit. Yeah, we have a couple. Another little aside, which isn't important, and then yeah. Uh, Daredevil gets there and he he's fighting him and he's like these guys are pretty tough. The Blood Brothers, yeah, yeah. He, he he he's able to get some good kicks in and stuff, and but stay uh, out the way. But luckily, this is what's great. Luckily, uh, Iron Man shows up, and uh-huh. you know how he got there. I had no idea he roller had, skates. He has roller skates. Yeah, see, I knew about the roller. skates. I didn't know that. And the roller skates are are they uh, rocket powered rocket powered mm-hmm. roller skates? Mm-hmm. And he gets there and. Ultimately, what ends up happening is, is they discover together that, um, you know, the Blood Brothers, they get their power by being next to each other and by fighting as a group. Yeah. So the way that we're going to destroy these guys is by separating them. Yeah. So Daredevil ends up going one way. 
uh, Iron Man goes yeah. the other way. Daredevil and, takes one of the brothers off. Yeah, and and they and uh, Iron Man easily takes care of his, and then comes over and helps Daredevil, Daredevil take care of the second one. Yeah, their and, powers start to get weaker. Yeah, they, they get physically weaker and weaker. One and, of them is picking up a car. And he yeah, it's cool it. because yeah, he, he's holding a car, and then because his brother's so far away, his power starts to kind of diminish. Yeah. So then he drops the car, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing for the one that is fighting Daredevil. He has a light post in his hand, yeah. and the light post suddenly becomes heavier, which makes him kind of go off balance and that's when daredevil's yeah. able to get some good kicks in so they uh they knock him out and daredevil says okay good work thanks yeah. iron man i'll leave you to tidy up i've got to go and catch a plane and then uh neil gaiman is down <laughs> in the sewers, <laughs> still. In the sewers. <laughs> and uh, we reveal that the controller is there he's some garbled character I yeah have no idea he, he was su- really twisted it, face. it was neat because this is a very simple story yeah. and the whole point is the controller needs to get out of the rubble yeah. so he so he summons the blood brothers who are two big strong brutes uh-huh. to come get him out yeah and on their way to come get him out you've got iron man getting in the way and Daredevil helping out, yeah. and then so he doesn't get out. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty clever. Yeah. It's nice that it's included. In yeah, the and and we and we kind of rushed over, so we didn't say the actual battle ending battle took place above it. Yeah, and they were able to make a big enough hole. That they did enough destruction. Destruction in the fight that, in the they fight opened that up the hole enough that he can he can get he, he can't get out, but more people can now come yeah, in to he help says, him. I, I guess I can open help me now. Yeah. Um, now that is the that's, that's the, the end of that sequence. The the third mm. and final part that we're going to cover. Yeah, it's today. a it's a fun little bit that takes yeah. place in Los Angeles it in does. Hollywood, yes. and it and it covers a Daredevil issue and it covers a Ghost Rider issue. Yeah, we have a prologue from um, Ghost uh, Rider nineteen, 19 of which, Ghost Rider. Which is yeah, very quickly it just shows you. Karen Page is running and she gets caught by Stuntmaster. Stuntmaster's back. Stuntmaster. And what's, now, now um, Stuntmaster... He's had his own TV show. Uh, yeah, like. he's had his own TV show, but mm-hmm. Stuntmaster, was he created in Daredevil? Yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty cool that yeah. a Daredevil supervillain... Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't call him super. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well, when he was, but he was first a bad guy. Yeah. So, so a, dare- a cool one thousand dollars he was going to kill. Yeah. Or two grand. A daredevil that. bad guy ends up making it into Ghost Rider mm-hmm. and playing a significant role. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And Karen Page plays a significant role. So they're at soundstage. Yeah. I have no idea. Did you know that? No, I, I had no idea that no. Karen Page was in Ghost Rider. No, uh, the Ghost Rider they don't have too much of it on the um, the Marvel Unlimited app. Yeah. And he's kind of hard to, to find. He's, you have mm-hmm. to kind of dig around because there's been so many variations. I used to read Spirits of Vengeance. I used to, yeah. yeah. That, that's the stuff that came later, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, much later. Yeah, 90s in the 90s. Jay Lee or someone who was drawing it or someone. I, I can't remember, but I didn't really know anything about Ghost Rider. So just to give you a little bit about Ghost Rider's power is uh, his alter ego's name is um, uh, uh, Johnny Blaze, mm-hmm. and he's a stuntman. Yeah. And uh, the idea is, is that whenever trouble is near... He, his body changes into Ghost Rider. Yeah, he becomes the spirit of vengeance. Mm-hmm. Someone who has mystic, uh, yeah. ungodly powers that can take out bad guys. Yeah, he's definitely a fun little character. He, yeah. he, he really is. Yeah. So, um, Karen, with this little uh, excerpt from Ghost Rider 19, which is included in the Essentials thing, which is two pages, we see Karen Page is grabbed by Stuntmaster, and she's she thinks he's... They're friends. They've been friends for mm-hmm. a while. They've been uh, working on the same TV show. And he says, I'm really sorry. I've been looking for you. I've got to take you, and I hope someday you can forgive me. He sprays a, a, a gas in her face and knocks her out or like a little blast of something. And when she comes to, she is uh, confronted by... 
Death's Head. Death's and if head. you remember, Death's Head is so hard to say. Death's, Death's Head, head uh, was originally Karen's father. Paxton Page. Paxton Page. This was back in, I think, the six, 50s or 60s of Daredevil. Mm. And uh, what ended up happening at the end of the little story arc was Death's Head actually ended up dying. Um, I guess Matt killed him. Oh, no, he killed himself. No, he uh, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt kicked was him into a cobalt. Into a cobalt thing, <laughs> yeah. He was into cobalt research. Yeah. Um, and so he was the original one, so he's dead. So obviously this new Death's Head is either a dead person or it's somebody new. Ooh, let's find out. Let's find out. So first we're going to cover so first, Daredevil 138. And this was this. The, the, I actually, I like this. This was a fun little two-part story. Yeah. And I like the fact that it starts right in the action. Yeah. Now... It, it really starts in action where you think, did I miss something? But we didn't. But we should mention the artist on these few issues mm-hmm. is uh, John Byrne, mm-hmm. who's uh, probably well known to anyone who's read comics in the 80s. And he's a Canadian artist who um, became very big on X-Men back in the day, um, Alpha Flight, uh, Fantastic Four, and um, every everything. I think he's done everything for Marvel at some stage. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's weird seeing him draw Daredevil. It's like a real different look. He has. Oh, I know. It's so funny. It's yeah. so so different. Yeah. But we we jump. I like right it in. though. You do? I like it though. Yeah, it's, I, it's really yeah. it's really different from what we've seen before. Yeah. Let's just say that it's very it's very different, and it feels suddenly it feels like we're in the eighties. Yeah. Even though this is still nineteen seventy. This well, issue but came that should, out that October should, uh, seventy-six. That should point, or that should make it seem like then that he's very influ- uh, influential. Hmm. If you feel like the 80s looks like his style and he was drawing it back in the 70s. Yeah, no, I think he is definitely one, probably one of Marvel's most influential artists from that period. I yeah. think a lot of the comic book creators from the 90s grew up as fans of John Byrne mm-hmm. um, and maybe some of the writers as well. Anyway, we are um, we're in the middle of a fight and we're not really sure what's going on, but yeah, it's Marv in Wolfman, the LA Marv Center. Wolfman is still writing. I know yeah. we talked about how yes. we're coming to the end of his, but yeah. he's, st- he's still writing and editing this uh Ghostwriter mm-hmm. piece yeah. here. So, um, sorry, the LA Science Institute. There's a fight going on, and Daredevil is fighting some character the called Smasher, the Smasher. The Smasher, and this yeah. guy is huge. Yeah, huge, he is. Huge. I don't know much about the Smasher. I, I don't either. He's about the size of, like, say, Colossus. So yeah. not as big as the Hulk, but but still very big and, and and bulky. And 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 at several points during this fight, Daredevil points out how strong he is and how hard his skin yeah. is to penetrate. He is just every time he gets, like, at one point. Um, the Smasher just kind of brushes Daredevil and Daredevil with his fist and, yeah. da- and Daredevil's like, oh my goodness. Like, he almost broke all that my almost ribs. That almost broke all my ribs. No, it's actually, this is, this is his first appearance. It's the Smasher's first appearance. It's the Smasher's oh, oh, wow. first appearance and he's a criminal hired by the, uh, Death's Head um, to steal Paxton Page's research from the LA Science Institute. Yeah, which is exactly what happens in mm-hmm. the first couple of pages. But what's cool is, is that Daredevil actually gets the cred beat out of him Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the Smasher is much more powerful Smash is than just him. Super strong. And what I like is the Smasher looks at him. He's knocked out on the ground. Daredevil is, and he goes, "Hmm, you know what? I don't know if I should kill him or not. I yeah. don't know what to do. You know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick him up. I'm gonna take him to Death's Head because Death's Head knows everything. He's my boss. He's my boss. Yeah, and I'm gonna let him decide. So he literally throws him on his shoulder and walks around carrying him back to Death's Head. I've seen Death's Head kill people. I've seen him kill people just by touching them. So. I'm going to take Daredevil back because that that kind of power scares me, which is yes. a little 
little yes, yes. Maybe crumb. maybe everybody fig- is figuring out yeah. uh, who we're talking so about. So he carries obviously. back. Then we see Death's death's head. Death. It's so hard to say. Death's head. Ghost horse. On his ghost horse. I wanted to say. Okay, so obviously this death's head is not the same person. It's not. I'm just going to give no. that away right now. And when I first saw that death's head was back, I couldn't. Go, I, I couldn't stop thinking about his horse. Yeah. Because if you guys the remember, <laughs> the, 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 the first horse that Death's Head was in back in the 50s or 60s of Daredevil, whenever that story took place, it was a regular horse that that he had created this like chemical mixture. It painted him that, with that like paint, a dog paint. <laughs> no, it, it painted him with this mixture that made his skin, flesh, everything transparent down to the bone. Yeah, But then like, we find out halfway through the issue that his horse had died yeah, been poisoned. because of the poison of the paint. It was toxic and it killed him. So I'm thinking, so you're telling me this guy's like, I'm going to imitate this head. So he gets that same paint and decides to <laughs> uh, pour horse. He's gonna Bring me several horses and <laughs> <Yeah>. the paint. <laughs> Um, we cut after after Smasher delivers it delivers the body and he says you you've done well. Death's head says you've done yeah. really well. Good. And Death's head looks a lot different than he did when he was originally yeah. drawn. He's he's, he's much more, more uh, mummified. It's yeah. like he's covered mm-hmm. in uh you know you know exactly how a mummy looks, but he's got a skull head. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so after that after uh, the Smasher drops off Daredevil, this is the first time we see uh, Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. Yeah, and he's in his regular Johnny Blaze yeah. form, and he, and he's um, in um, the bedroom of um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Roxy. Roxy. Roxy, which is I guess his girlfriend, the mm-hmm. the woman, Roxanne Simpson, the woman that he's trying to swoo. And uh, is she sick or something? Because why is she in bed? They never talk about it. Um, I think she's just because uh, every time we see her later too, and she's yeah. still in bed. Yeah, I think she's just something's happened and she's tired. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, um, I don't know. She's she's in she's in bed. It's never clear if it's a hospital bed or it's her own bed. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so so we find out that uh, that Johnny Blaze has heard that Karen Page has uh, gone missing, yeah. and he tells Roxy that I need to go find her. And Roxy's like, "Do you love her?" It's yeah. kind of nice because what happens is she says that I know I can I can sense you have feelings for her, and I just want to know is there like a is it a thing where you love her and you love me or? And he says, "No, we're just really good friends. Mm-hmm. I love you." And she's like, "Okay, good. I." You know, you got to go help her. She's yeah. your friend. So it is actually a really cool yeah. moment. So he so d- just come back. I'll be here when you get back. Yeah, and he's in his Ghost Rider outfit, and his Ghost Rider outfit is pretty much a jumpsuit with a big collar. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, that's what he wears as a stuntman as well. And he's riding yeah. along, and Stuntmaster's following him, but keeping out of the way, and says, "I can't, I can't reveal myself just yet." So we kind of set up that maybe Stuntmaster is, is bad or good. We're not yeah, we, sure we're, we're not sure. Yeah, yeah. and so Ghost Rider is on top, or Johnny Blaze is on his... He's uh, riding until he turns into the Flaming School. Yeah, he turns into the Flaming School, which means that there is danger present. Yeah. And the danger turns out to be three people carrying rugs out of a truck. Yeah. And even Ghost Rider's like, huh, that's kind of weird that uh, I would turn into Ghost Rider yeah. for this. That's uh, that's weird, and as it's funny, what happens is it's kind of funny. It's like Johnny Blaze will do all the thinking, and mm-hmm. he'll say, you know, okay, time to sound like Ghost Rider, time to say what Ghost Rider would say, and then when he speaks, it comes onto the like the flamey, the 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 speech bubble was a lot is broken up and sort of suggests that it's like this ghostly voice suddenly appears, and a couple of people make comments like there's one person who says, uh, you don't have to do the voice anymore. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I think Daredevil says it to him at one yeah. point. Um, so, so Ghost Rider... Ghost Rider's fighting these guys yeah, with the rugs. Yeah, and... Um, uh, we learn 
that they are um, they're carrying heroin. They carry yeah, heroin they got, they're the carrying rooms. heroin. Uh, Ghost Rider easily takes them out. Uh, he uses their truck as a ramp. It's it's some really good art. There's some really yeah. cool little sequences where mm-hmm. he uses uh, Hell's Fire. What what is it called? The is it Hell's Fire? I yeah, don't know. Hell's Fire. He uses Hell's Fire and he, yeah. and he kind of uh, shoots it from his hands. And at one point, he melts. Uh, one of the bad guys, one of the goons, um, feet to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty cool. And he takes him out rather easily. But one thing about, how do you say his last name? Brian? The, Burn. The, Burn? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the thing with John Byrne is uh, he's really good at drawing from unique angles. Yeah. If you take a look, nothing is straight on, which yeah. is kind of what Gene Colan was good at. But he's really good at utilizing unique angles, yeah. a lot of low ones and a lot of high ones, mm-hmm. which is apparent throughout this this whole issue. And, and, and it's kind of fun because yeah, it does perspective. It, really, it well. really does look more modern than what, yeah. what what you're used to in the Bronze Age. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is got, uh, like we said, Stunt Master's watching, but there's a little break where Foggy. Yeah, this, we, this yeah, is so this is we incredible. cut back to New York. Back now, this to is New another York. breadcrumb that's thrown in there, and it's kind of amazing because this is you'd think this would be a bigger part of the story, but it's just casually used. And again, like I've read ahead, and it's just like casually <laughs> brings basically what happens is that Foggy says, You know, Matt's missing, I'm worried about him, and then he says, And now. Uh, um, uh, Debbie has been kidnapped, mm-hmm. and then he carries on talking about Matt. I know, <laughs> I know, I noticed that. I was like, Wait, did I miss something? Because it was. On, what? It was so casually brought up. Yeah. I went back and looked. I was like, did I miss something? Did I not read an issue? Like, w- they never even talked about Deb being no. kidnapped. No. So Debbie Harris is uh, his uh, fiance at the moment, of course. Yeah, and Foggy gets a phone call uh, in, during this little cut to New York. Mm-hmm. He gets a phone call from who we find out is uh, is Glenn... Glenn, Mr. Stone, Mr. Stone, who's mm-hmm. Glenn's assistant, mm-hmm. and and he's all gunned up, and he's he's told Foggy, "All right, you're going to meet me at this location, no yeah. questions asked." And Foggy's Street and Sixth Avenue. Yeah, and Foggy's like, "Crap!" <laughs> Foggy's like, "Crap! I'm going to have to go there." And uh, Heather's, yeah. of course, very worried. And yeah, he says, "I'm scared, but I've got to do it." Yeah. Um, and you know, the, it shows Stone like he said, yeah. get gunning up, and he says, three hours to kill." Yeah. Appropriate words. Very appropriate. Very appropriate. Very so sinister. we go back to Los Angeles, and, and now we see Daredevil, who's in this dark yeah. room. Which I like it, this, this. I know. I really like this sequence, too. He's sitting down, and he's thinking. He's like, okay. So obviously, I'm in this dark room. They think I can't see, but you know, I'm Daredevil. I'm blind. Yeah. I can see everything. Um, so I'm in this room, and there are four machine guns that are pointed directly at me. Yeah. And what's great is Daredevil takes his time, and he's like, there's got to be a way for me to get out of this, but yeah. I'm in no rush. I got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so he, he he starts to figure out, like, how am I supposed to... to sense the mechanism. Y- yeah, and he's the... like, you know what? Like, obviously, only one is going to fire at a time because they're all pointing at the same direction. Mm-hmm. So I only have to figure out which one's going to go first and, and, and how I have to move to avoid that one, which will then in turn put me into a good position where I can then swing out of the way. Yeah. It kind of works out that there's a position that if I take out one gun, yeah. then there's a position that that gun is blinding. And, yeah. I, and all I have to do is find that one blind spot. Yeah. Um, we see Karen Page quickly. We've cut back to her. And uh, basically, she's she, she's given a great speech where she's like, I, you know, I know you're not. The death's head. head, yeah. He was my father. What do you want? And, and, and this is where Get we find out what her, his motive is, that yeah. he wants, um, I guess, her father... Uh, he wants her father's research on time displacement um, and from, his, the cobalt. from the cobalt theorem, uh, uh, the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension. The fourth dimension. Yeah. So that's what he's trying. He's trying to figure out how to get to the fourth dimension, I guess. Or get out of the fourth dimension. That is, oh, mm-hmm. ooh, 
maybe. Mm. Yeah. We still don't know who this Death Stalker is, although yeah. he does have a deadly grip. Yeah. So anyway, so we cut back to Daredevil, yeah. and Daredevil does successfully what me and Jamie just mapped out with the machine guns, mm-hmm. and he's able to get out. And, Thank and, God he was listening to us. I know, he was. Good job, Dee Dee. And then, he, and then he, he runs out of the room. So, so now we go back to Johnny Blaze, who's very quickly... Oh, he's Johnny Blaze. He's Johnny Blaze, and then he quickly turns he's into... Back into Ghost Rider. And the reason he does is because he realizes he's being followed. And he's being followed by the Stuntmaster. Yeah. Who's now called Stuntman. Uh, Stuntman. Well, he's a good guy, but he's, he's Stuntman. He's Stuntman. So he's being <laughs> covered by the Stuntmaster. And, uh, and obviously they have a little bit of a fight, and Stuntmaster reveals that he's actually good. He's saying, no, 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 no. I was following you because I had to wait till the precise yeah. moment to where I needed to tell you I, was o- I only grabbed Karen Page because I was under death's head mind control. Yeah, I was forced. I was, some fo- I was forced to do it. And Ghost Rider's like, all right, I'll pretend to believe you now, and I will follow you for the sake of Karen Page. But if I find out that you're lying to me, I'm going to give you hell's fire, and I'm going to kill you. Yeah, and this is he says, okay, I'll lead you, but you don't have to sound so spooky. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, the first time we see the uh, the drop. Yeah. So then we have this weird little moment, which um, like it's so funny because... You're talking about back in New York? Back in New York. Yeah. Foggy gets to the, the, um, the phone booth that he's been told to mm-hmm. go to and answers the phone and his shot. And we cut away. We don't know. I know. I know. We don't know what happened. We don't know what's going to happen, and we're not going to find out. We're not going to find out for a while. Yeah, you guys are going to have to wait till the next podcast. Yeah. Um, Um, Daredevil finds Karen. Yeah, and and I was I was so disappointed with this moment. Yeah, it was it was too rushed, and I and I get it. You know, it's a comic book. You've got. 18 to 20 pages, however many of the drawing now, yeah. to, to get this done. But, but they had two goes at this. They, 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 they did. And <laughs> I just feel like it was a little bit rushed because I wanted that that moment of them yeah. being together. And, it, and obviously they embrace and everything, but I just, yeah. because of their past relationship, yeah, I wanted more. And there's a thing that's kind of a, a little annoying, which is that Karen constantly goes, I mean, Daredevil. Ma- I, mean I mean, Daredevil. Daredevil. And yeah. she does it like five or six times. Yeah. Um, but they, 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 so stop, it's and qu- he basically it, says, It's okay. I'm here now. Yeah. I promise I'm going to keep you safe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, anyway, and so Death, 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 like, Death Head shows no, up. You won't. <laughs> and he's like, No. I'm going to destroy you. Yeah. So they get into a little fight. They have a fight, and Daredevil leaps at him and is kind of brushed aside, and he, he realizes, as he's fallen against the bookcase, he realizes his arm's becoming numb. Mm-hmm. He says, that's interesting. Hmm. He's like, that touch could have killed me. That touch could have killed me. I yeah, have, on the I shoulder. And I have an idea what this might mean. Mm-hmm. And then he jumps in for another attack, and Death's head grabs him. And right as Death's head grabs him, we see Ghost Rider is with Johnny or with um, Stuntman on his bike mm-hmm. is approaching and about to crash in, or actually does crash he in through the in. window. So now um, the the first issue, Iron uh, or sorry, um, I, um, Ghost Rider twenty ends with Death's head choking Daredevil. Yeah, and that's the uh, Daredevil. Sorry, one one. Uh, that's one, oh, sorry. It's uh, Daredevil one thirty eight. Yes, the end of Daredevil one thirty eight, and it's and it's death death's head um, uh, choking Daredevil yeah. while Karen Page is on the ground, scared watching, and Ghost Rider has just crashed through the window. So yeah. everyone is in this one little room. Yeah. As we jump over to Ghost Rider number twenty, sorry, Ghost Rider yeah. number twenty, which has a little bit of a, a spoiler on the cover, so we won't cover that. Just yeah. Um, Does anybody know who we're talking about? Who is a deadly who, yeah, touch? Yeah. Who is oh. Death's Head? Um, I think it's the Matador. <laughs> I'm just gonna go there. He's been dead for a while. I don't care. It's the Matador. Um. So here we are. 
Uh, Ghost Rider 20, Marv Wolfman is the writer-editor of this book as well. Yeah. Funny how he keeps crossing yeah. over with other books that he's there. Yeah. And uh, John, John Byrne, Don Perlman, Perlin, sorry, are, are uh, over here doing the art. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have this funky recap, which is great, but also weird because it's completely different. Yeah. So it, it recaps the last five pages of the Daredevil issue. Yeah. It's from this, the, Ghost Rider's point of view. And it's drawn by the same person. Drawn it, by the same it, person. It's funny. It, it, all it's, the dialogue is different. It, the dialogue is different. It, it's it's very smart for them to do that because mm-hmm. you have to, you know, most people are not going to go out and buy Ghost Rider and Daredevil, Yeah, I assume. They yeah. pro- they're, they're, you know, it's a different fan base. So uh-huh. the fact that they recapped it was great. But you're, you're so funny. Why didn't they just include the same? Yeah. I mean, not necessarily dialogue. the same pages, but they could have done them, redone yeah. them. But the the dialogue, the fact that the dialogue's so different, because the, the only thing that's really jarring is that it kind of diminishes Daredevil substantially in this. You you get a lot more of Ghost Rider because it's his book, mm-hmm. which is fine. But the dialogue being different, suddenly Daredevil doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. He just looks like he's kind of flailing around at first. And right. he doesn't even get that first hit in, which makes him realize who he might be fighting, where he gets the, the touch on the shoulder, which is like, oh, um, that's interesting. It's gone numb and cold. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all we see is Daredevil charges in and gets grabbed. Is, isn't it, isn't it funny to think that, well, actually, I can't say it because we haven't revealed who he is. Never mind. Once we reveal who he is, I'm yeah. going to say something. So Death's Head realizes that, uh, that um, you know, Ghost Rider's burst in and he realizes he needs to, like fight all of them. So he throws Daredevil. Daredevil kind of swings back and tries to kick Death's head, who but passes right through him. So right through him. So so Death this person passes had, right through him. Yeah, death touch and passes right through him. And the guy says this battle's a stalemate, Daredevil. You can take the girl for now, but know that I can get her whenever I want. Which is something we've heard someone else say yes, as well. Yes. It's so crazy that like these pe- all these villains decide to just leave. Yeah. Come on, well, you, fools. you were doing so well. Why are you leaving right now? Yeah. And then they have this moment where Johnny Blaze is there. Um, oh, no, it's still Ghost Rider. It's still Ghost Rider, and Daredevil's like, hey. Ghost, Ghost Rider basically says, I'm going to go get this guy. And Daredevil says, hang on, we need to make sure Karen's okay first. Let's focus on getting Karen safe, and then we can go do it. And he says, you take care of Karen. I'll get the guy on the dying horse. Mm-hmm. So he drives off, and... He sees the guy do this crazy leap and vanish. Yeah. It's like a weird, like five or six versions of him almost disappearing through right. time. So Death's Head vanishes in time and... And then Ghost Rider Ghost switches back Johnny into Blaze. a Johnny Blaze, which means That's the trouble is no longer there. Yeah. And then we have a little moment where Karen and, and Daredevil have a little bit more of a hug out. Hugging, and, hugging. And she says, Matt, uh, Daredevil, sorry, Matt, Daredevil. This is what we This is what we get for, and you know what? Maybe the reason why it wasn't so good was because it was written in the Ghost Rider book, and maybe yeah. Marv Wolfman knew that, you know, people, Ghost Rider readers don't care about Karen Page and Daredevil's yeah. relationship. But, like, this is where we get the explanation. This is where we get all the dialogue between Matt and Karen, yeah. and they talk about the past, and, and Karen tells him, you know, you, you chose Daredevil over me, and Daredevil's like, you couldn't handle the fact that I wanted to be both. And it's just a lot of back and forth. Yeah. And and this is great, because this is true. This is what was wrong with their relationship. Yeah. But the fact that they loved each other for so long, and they they just, you know, she was in this dramatic event, and um, he saves her, yeah. and, you know, they're together again. I would, or not together, like together, together, but they're in the same room together. Mm-hmm. I would feel like there would be more heat. There would be more of a... You know, more of a "oh my goodness" type moment, yeah. 
but that never happens. Yeah, it doesn't. But it's also it's kind of nice in a way as well that they don't retread old ground. It's, you That's know, true. It's that nice is that true. She says, "Look, we've gone over this. Yeah, we, we made this decision. I can't be with you. And it also you found someone else. And yeah, he and says, and okay, that's what yes. I was going to say. It shows that Matt actually does have feelings for Heather. Yeah, and which is okay, which is great. We don't need to bring Karen Page back to Matt's world. Yeah, but I just felt like there should have been more. It's yeah. like that time when 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 Matt got his vision back. Yeah, and he sees Black Widow. Yeah, and then. He sees her and he's like, hey, how's it going? And then he tells Moon Dragon, you need to take my vision yeah, away because says, I need to be able to fight. And he goes, I saw her. That was all I needed. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, those types of moments, I understand that comic books are for, a lot of them are made for kids. Yeah. And they're, and they're trying to appeal to, or they're trying to do the, like, focus more on the action and stuff. But when it comes to the story and the, I, I don't know, I'm a sucker for love stories and yeah. stuff. So I just wanted to and see a little bit more. It, they've done a good work of the love story. Yeah, they really they have. have. Um, we also uh, we should mention that Stuntmaster has a moment where he says, "Look, I'm sorry, um, I was forced to do that." And she's like, "I totally understand. We're good friends. It's cool." And he's like, "Anyway, I better go." And she's like, "But you got a TV show." Yeah. It's like I, I got to go out into the wildness. Yeah. And, and, find and then he goes, "You know, maybe I'll come back and restart the TV show." And I'm yeah. thinking in my head, "Dude, that's not up to you. That's you know, not do, how do you know how goes. TV works? Yeah. No. Good <laughs> luck with that, buddy. Maybe maybe like on Netflix now. Yeah. It's a further adventures of stuntman." Uh, um, so Ghost Rider shows back up, and he's like, look, that dude got away. Yeah, and he says, yeah, I know, and I, I think I've got an idea. Um, Daredevil says, you know, let's get Karen to safety again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I've got a score to settle with the guy who keeps vanishing, because I think I might know who he is. Um, and he says, by the way, I usually fight alone. And he's like, uh, no, I'm coming. <laughs> You're not fighting alone. One, this is my book. Yes. <laughs> and two... Uh, no, he, no, you, no. You, you won't last five minutes. Yeah. So I'm going to help. So uh, he goes and sees Roxanne. Yeah, again. he does another quick little shot with Roxanne where she's yeah. still laying in bed. That's why I feel like something's going on with her. Yeah. I want to know more about Roxanne. I'm going to have to do some research for you. Let me see if I can find anything for you in, uh, yeah. in the, the, the mag. So anyway, so while Jamie's looking that up, I'll continue. So um, at this point... Um, uh, uh, Dar- actually, Matt Matt doesn't have to go find doesn't have to go find Death's Head. Death's Head actually comes to him in the form of the Smasher, and the Smasher shows back up. And uh, the whole point is because he's because st- Matt's still with Karen, uh, so the Smasher uh, wants to re kidnap Karen because ultimately, if you don't you know don't forget, Death's Head wants to know what Karen knows from her father you know, about, about his research. So the Smasher comes and kidnaps um, Karen. When he does that, he knocks Matt into the bushes, which is great because that gives Matt the opportunity to change mm-hmm. into his Daredevil outfit, yep. which he quickly does over one panel, another yep. quick change, and he jumps on top of the Smasher yeah. to try to, you know, basically knock him off balance so Karen can get away. Yeah. While this is happening, Death's Head shows up, and uh, and we find out, this is where we find. Okay, so Death Head shows up. Death Matt Head shows up. And Daredevil's in the middle of, of fighting the Smasher. Is using judo on. Yeah. It, it seems like it's judo on yeah. the Smasher, and he's able to flip him so that uh, the so the uh, the Smasher crashes into Death's head. I know, and, and I, it touches him. Right. Well, yeah. So he crashes into Death's head, and Death Head Death Head realizes, okay. I don't need this guy anymore. Mm-hmm. The only reason I needed him was to get me Karen Page. But now that I have Karen Page or I'm better off without him, I don't need him. So he touches him on the shoulder mm-hmm. and, and then he dies. Matt should be like, yes, 
thank you for taking care of this big guy that I could do nothing against. Yeah, I was out. Yeah, now I but don't need this, to worry about him. And this is this is uh, Smash's second appearance. He appears in two comics, and that's it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, because so he actually died. Actually died. Yeah. So he's done. Um, I did find out why Roxanne was in bed. Why? She had been possessed by various demons. Um, she would been uh, she would been battling Mephisto, and um, Damon Hellstrom exercised mm-hmm. the demon, um, and she had to recover from that. She returned to her proper form, and she was recovering. She was oh. convalescing from oh, good. being possessed. Um, so, yeah, if, uh, in case anyone has, a, has missed all of our incredibly clumsy hints, um, Death's Head said, Daredevil basically says, you killed the Smasher. I know who you are. Stop messing about. Mm-hmm. He goes, okay, I can show you who I really am now. Yeah, you guessed it, kids. <laughs> I am Deathstalker. Deathstalker. Now, now, Daredevil, now that we uh, revealed who he is, I wanted to say, have you noticed that like Deathstalker, he killed the Smasher just by touching him? The Deathstalker has touched Daredevil so many times. Yeah, he says so his many touch times. Is death, and yet we I know, know. It's not so death. many times. In fact, in the last issue, he's choking him in the neck. Why don't you just kill him Show right the then? Neck, <laughs> it's, head. it's so fun. Yeah. Now, I like Deathstalker, and Marv Wolfman, as you mentioned, wrote a really good Deathstalker, which we covered a couple of podcasts mm-hmm. um, ago. And he's very cool. I like his power. Yeah. Touch the touch of death and being able to able to vanish mm-hmm. and kind of it's almost like a it's almost like a short range teleport where yeah. you go but you vanish and then kind of reappear. Yeah. Um but what I like and you can't do them both at the same time. Yeah. Which gives him a handicap which makes it, you know, people able to beat him. It's very yeah. cleverly written. But Deathstalker touches Daredevil so many times. So many. Daredevil Instant should be death. It, he should be dead so many times over yeah. right now. But maybe he's got some inner strength. Maybe there's <laughs> something in Daredevil that is is blocking it. Um, there's a, there, this is the great moment where Ghost Rider joins the fight, and he's like, "Right, you weird guy that's been bugging me because you keep vanishing. I'm going to fight you." And he's like, "You can't fight me. I can touch you, and you die." Yeah. <laughs> so he touches him, and he's like, "You didn't what? die. What? You didn't die." And he actually says, uh, "This is the first time that's ever happened. This has never <laughs> happened. My touch always <laughs> brought death to all. I must retreat and learn." Why I failed. Yeah. Away, Ghost Rider. I said, away from me. And he's able to, he's physically strong. He's able to kick him away. And he's like, oh, he kicked me. He's such a cool looking character too. Yeah. Deathstalker. Yeah. So he's about to vanish and Daredevil throws a punch, but he vanishes and misses that. And and, um, uh, Ghost Rider basically says, before you go, here's a blast of hellfire for you. And completely incinerates Deathstalker. Deathstalker is burnt to a crisp and gone. But we don't know... Yeah. We well, we assume he just vanished. Well, we know Daredevil yeah, well, we says know he he's vanished. done that before. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he's it's not a dead. isn't that a cool looking panel though? Yeah. It's really cool. I actually really want to see this in color. Yeah. This panel here cuz the flame. Uh, yeah, cuz what we're reading right now me and Jamie are reading the black and whites. So it, it would be fun to, to see yeah. that one in color. Yeah. I do actually have that copy somewhere in one yeah, of my Yeah, there boxes, you go. We're so going to have to take it out. We're going to have to take a look at yeah. it. Yeah. Um and then Daredevil says, you know, he's gone. And then he says, "Okay, well, Let's get back to us. Look, the three of us are here. You're becoming Johnny Blaze again. Um, Karen, we need to talk. And she says, no, we've gone over this. Mm-hmm. I'm staying here. You're going back to New York. you got someone else. You know the deal. See you later. And uh, Johnny says, yeah, Karen, jump on the back of my motorcycle. I'll take you back. And he's like, okay. Daredevil says, goodbye. I know it will never work between us, but just know that I'll always be your friend if you ever need anything. Mm-hmm. That was a neat little moment. That mm-hmm. was a nice little ending. Um, well, that's it. 
That's so it. that's all we're going to cover today. I really encourage all of you guys to go out and read the um, the first three issues we talked about today with the Jester. Yeah. They were so mm-hmm. incredibly good. Really Every, good. I mean, the Jester now has appeared in one. His first uh, his first appearance was a solo one. Then he had that three part awesome one, 44, 45, 46. Mm-hmm. Then he had that one that one shot with um, with Cobra with and Mister Hyde. Mister Hyde. Mm-hmm. And then he and then he appeared in these three. Yeah. So he's he's been now in uh, eight issues, nine if you include that one where he just showed up in the dream. Yeah. But man, I tell you that that's 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 almost ten percent. I mean. No, that's like six percent, six or seven percent of Daredevil stories has included Jester, and I wish there was more. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah, if we could have just got rid of those couple with Matador and made them Jester stories. I've never heard of this character called the Matador. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Um, it's it's fun though. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've got I've got I have a question for you, Jamie. You do. I do have a question for I'm you, excited. Jamie Gamble. <laughs> so what was the name of the Jester's? Um, the maze thing. What was it called again? The maze of death, or what was it? The, the death maze. Death the maze. Jester's death maze. Jester's death maze. Uh-huh. So Daredevil is trying murder maze, the murder maze. So mm-hmm. he's trying to break free of the maze. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, um, there's this big Jester head with these sharp teeth mm-hmm. that end up um, going up and down to, to chomp you. Do, you. do you remember how Daredevil was able to beat that that part of the maze? He. Um he sped up his descent, so he slid between like the bigger tooth. He kind of slid between the big tooth, and it just caught him. It just nicked him. It did just nick him, yeah. but more specifically, he made a cannonball uh, and rolled through oh, it. Oh, is that what it was? And, 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 oh, that's right, and, yes. And broke off some of the teeth. Combo! <laughs> yeah. And he broke off some of the yeah. teeth. <laughs> That's right. It was a fun moment. I really like the gesture. Have I said that yet? He's great. He's really yeah. good. Yeah, so um, he's 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 fun all around. And yeah. you know, I should say too, the two part Iron Man story. It, it was fun. It was simple. I I, mm-hmm. li- I like the fact that you know th- those are two heroes that don't really go well together. I don't feel like Iron Man and Daredevil. And I think they like each other. Not only do they not like each other, they just like they're. Their fighting styles and stuff—it doesn't really make yeah. sense to pair no. them up. You can pair Iron Man up with more powerful people, yeah, because he can hold his own with people like the Hulk with Thor. Mm-hmm. But with Daredevil, which just a guy who fights well, you know, who has good radar senses. Yeah. So the fact that they made their their uh, you know their little mashup pretty simple, yeah, was kind of fun. Yeah. All right, I got a question for you. All right, what is that question? It's a simple question. All right, Jamie Gamble. So the last trap. In the Jester's Maze. Mm-hmm. What is the last trap in the Jester's Murder Maze? Well, the last trap was the door mm-hmm. that 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 leads out to freedom. Yeah, what does the door do? Oh. Well, he doesn't go through it because he listens, right? No, he, he he's about to go through yeah, it. Yeah, but... His but hand then, is about to touch yeah, it. it. Oh, 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 that's right. When you touch the, um, the uh, doorknob, uh-huh. it shocks you. Yeah, twenty thousand volts. volts. That's right. I remember. And we that. learned that he yeah. he basically jabbed at it with his billy, billy club. He says, "Yeah, oh, my billy yeah, club." Yeah, and the billy it. club took the majority of yeah. it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Gosh, these are good comics. They are good fun. They are good. I re- this is funny. I was reading. You're talking about Iron Man. I was reading the letters page because on the um, Marvel Unlimited app, it has the letters pages uh-huh. for, for one of those issues, and one of them was talking about how um, uh, Tony Stark is a, a dirty capitalist scum. 
who should work on making clean energy because his factories spew out. Oh, really? And, and uh, <laughs> the reply was like, I don't know if you noticed, but in one of the later issues, there's clean energy being used. So <laughs> we, are, we are very aware of that at Marvel. Um, so that is, that is, this is episode 22, right? We're down, what was it, 23? I'm so confused. I can't even remember. We're so far ahead. I think it was 23. 23? Yeah. This is episode 23. Um, next episode, we are going to be covering... Um, we've got the Daredevil annual number four. And the, mm-hmm. the, the annual numbering makes no sense. Just right. so you know, I've tried to discuss. I don't remember a we number two a, or a number three. Well, number two and three were reprints. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Okay. Number four is its own story, and it's mm-hmm. Daredevil, and we have the Black Panther mm-hmm. and Namor. Namor comes back, yeah. Yeah, and I can't remember who the villain is. Why am I blanking on the villain? Anyway, we have a story where they... they they meet up and do stuff. And then um, um, we have a couple of... It, it, it's this weird little sequence. It's Daredevil 139 to 142, which almost takes us out of the essentials. I think mm-hmm. the last essentials it's is 146. 146. Yeah, yeah. So, and this that series of stories is... Uh, it's kind of Marvel Wolfman winding down. There's a couple yeah. of guest appearances. Bill Mantlo writes mm-hmm. a, an issue. Um, but they're still fun. They're just kind of you kind of get the impression that they were missing deadlines quite mm-hmm. a lot because <laughs> it's like every issue is a guest something or other. Um, but yeah, the annual's good fun. Um, anyway, um, the we were going to mention Defenders issue 40, um, but I had a quick look and it's literally um, Matt in court for f- two pages uh, helping mm-hmm. Valkyrie and uh, the Marvel team up 51, which I couldn't find anywhere. So... Um, I can't remember what it was. I, I was going to look into it, but I think I can do that later, and we can work out exactly what it is. But I think it was another. It was I, from what I remember, it was like another. There's a few cameos where right. every now and then they'll just have like, and there's Daredevil in the background. He doesn't say anything. Like there's a, the death of um, Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. He mentions him in that. Not a word of dialogue from right. Him. He's just there. He's just there. Everyone's there. So. Everybody's there. So we're going to try and tidy those up, but. Um, so the next two issues, uh, next two episodes, we're going to have the Daredevil annual and 139 to 142. Then we're going to get to the end of the Essentials run, which is Daredevil 143 to 145. And then he makes a couple of guest spots in Avengers, X-Men, Iron Fist, which is cool. I'm looking forward to the Iron Fist mm-hmm. stuff and um, some team-ups. Um, we're nearly at 150. Isn't that crazy? That is so crazy. And yeah. and, and, was, and then we're going to get to Frank Miller soon. Frank Miller, 158. Super whoop, excited whoop. about that. That's the sound of the police. Yeah. Um, I need me some Kingpin. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting very close to that period. I need me some Kingpin. I know. Um, if they ever reveal that the Kingpin is the Matador, I'm going to be so... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to see some fun stuff. We're going to yeah. see a return of... Bullseye. Bullseye. We're yes. gonna see the Gladiator. Yes. Makes another appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, Beetle. He's there's a fun little one one shot with Beetle and Gladiator, and the Gladiator is so good in it. So I funny. love the Gladiator. Yeah, he's great. Okay, guys, thank you so much yes, for listening. Thank you. Yeah, um, we are on. We're iTunes. all over the place. iTunes, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Fi- yeah, find us, please. Find us. Let us know what you guys think. We appreciate you listening, especially all the way to the end when we just ramble. Yeah. Yes. It's great. Thank great you. fun. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie, and, and we, we just, just did Daredevil. Daredevil.